True or false? Inbound marketing is incredibly easy. It generates results instantly and is a good strategic investment for any organization of any size, operating within any industry. Well, unfortunately, all those statements are false. Today, we're going to discuss what it takes to successfully execute an inbound marketing strategy. While what it takes to execute an inbound strategy may be common knowledge to many, there is still the false notion that inbound is this cheap and easy miracle strategy. There is a misconception that you can just slap together a blog or build a landing page, or gate a white paper or case study and, and sit back and wait for the leads to pour in. And that just isn't going to happen. So stay tuned for more after this message. Welcome to Pipitone Group's Integrate Thinking, the podcast where we share our perspective on the latest marketing trends, best practices, and tips to impact your business. Each episode, we will bring you engaging interviews from our team and other industry thought leaders to give you insight on how you can approach marketing communications to drive results. Let's meet today's guests. Hello, my name is Jeff Pyatt. And today, we're here with inbound marketing experts to discuss the importance of inbound marketing and to help you better understand what you need to do to create a successful inbound strategy for your business. In the studio, I have Damon Lippert, who is uh, our Pipitone Group's digital marketing specialist, and he's our real inbound expert and really manages and, and coordinates all the, not only our strategies, but uh, even the measurement and reporting on, on uh on the behaviors uh, that, that can be influenced by the inbound. And then also uh, on the line from, uh, from Denver, Colorado, we have Dan Vivian. Dan is the uh, channel account executive is on the agency partner team at HubSpot and uh, you know, manages uh, relationships and helps uh, their partners sell the product um, in support with uh, technical as well as strategic information. So uh, Dan, I, I really welcome you, you to to integrate thinking and Thanks for uh, having me. Uh, you know, I, I appreciate your time in, in trying to give some folks some insight on the, on inbound marketing. Um, you know, I always love to. Oh, my, absolutely! I, it, it's interesting because I always, uh, I have uh, as we've been doing these integrate uh, thinking podcasts. Uh, I started off on a lighter note and try to give it a little a little bit of humor just to get us off, uh, you know, with a smile on our face and. I wanted to ask uh, why you think marketers, like ourselves, make such good wide receivers. That's a good one. I don't know. It's because they're they always stay in bounds. I thought it was relevant relevant for this conversation. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Nonetheless, I was waiting for your joke, Jeff. That, that didn't that didn't disappoint. <laughs> well, anyway, so speaking of inbound, let's. Uh, Maybe have Dan, you could give us a little insight, uh, you know, about what your job really entails at HubSpot and, and a little about the relationship, uh, the relationships that you have with the agencies. Certainly, certainly. Yeah. So a as you had mentioned, I'm a, uh, a channel account executive here, but really what that means is that I work with agencies and consultants uh, around the United States um, and also with their clients to, to really give some strategic guidance, but also to help um, with 
is sort of implementation, marketing, and sales of inbound marketing services, and then also, of course, the uh, the software tool that HubSpot provides, which really helps these companies to kind of execute on these inbound marketing strategies that we're going to talk about uh, coming up here. Yeah, yeah that's interesting. Yeah, that's a, a valuable resource, I'm sure. I know that the organizations we work with, it's it's always a challenge to help them really understand the things they can do and, uh, you know, uh, just the, uh, the strategies that they can, they can implement. So uh, no, that's great. Uh, as, but, you know, Certainly. as someone who's, who's out there selling this service, you know, uh, how do you describe inbound marketing to someone who, who really may not be familiar? You know, I'm not sure everybody who listened to this podcast totally understands inbound. So I'm interested in your definition. Sure. So I, I think inbound marketing is really um, a bunch of different techniques that help a business to uh, pull prospective buyers and the right types of buyers um, to their business. So things like blogging, content creation, podcasts, just like this, uh, marketing automation. It's really about providing um, helpful content to people. They're going to attract those buyers. And then when they are actually ready um, to maybe speak to a salesperson or make some sort of a purchasing decision, they know to come to you because you've given them such such, such helpful content uh, kind of early on in their buyer's journey. So I think of it as kind of this uh, methodology to pull prospective buyers to your business. Yeah. No, and I think that's, that's a nice way to describe it. Uh, you know, I'd like to maybe involve you, Damon, now, our, uh, our internal expert. You know, maybe you could talk a little bit about, uh, you know, how you help our clients understand what a great investment in inbound marketing can be, you know. Yeah, the way I kind of like to talk about it is it's kind of a shift from, you know, selling someone for, to um, helping them, you know, solve a problem. We, we know when we go through our discovery sessions and talk about um, buyer personas and things like that, we talk about what are the pain points of your customers um, so we can look at, you know, what kind of problems should we be solving for them and kind of takes them from a standpoint where they're used to thinking about what are the benefits of my products and how do I sell it and get them into the, into the mindset, but mindset of, you know, how do I help this person? And the, I think that really helps, you know, build a relationship with someone where it's not that just one time transactional relationship, but then you start building a relationship for longer term, um, you know, longer term, longer term success where, it's a relationship over time and you can cross sell them and, you know, it's you, multiple transactions and things like that. Um, you know, and I think it helps position them as an expert in the industry as well, where, you know, like Dan talked about where you're providing them helpful information. So when they know they're making a buying decision, they know your name's top of mind and they can come back to you for um, when they actually do want to reach out and talk to someone. Yeah, that's interesting that you're just talking about building relationships because it, it, it seems like the inbound marketing is, has really even started to shift in a direction that puts equal weight on the buying experience and the, the quality of the product being delivered. You know, they're delivering a seamless and personalized buying experience. It, it, it's creating that loyalty, in a, uh, you know, in, in addition to the, you know, the value of the product. Uh, you, you know, why, is the, why do you think it is that that focus on service has really become important? Well, I think, you know, the service aspect of it is kind of, if you look at traditional funnels and things like that, it's kind of gets, gets forgotten. We focus on marketing and sales so much, but really service plays such a big role in, you know, getting the cross-selling of products, upselling current customers, or even, you know, getting repeat business. 
Uh, and and not, not to mention, uh, you know, selling, you know, getting referrals and word of mouth. I know that's kind of a big thing in most businesses is getting that those referrals. So I think that's kind of the focus of how do we service our current customers and, you know, thinking about how that kind of grows our current business and focusing on, you know, getting more sales and more leads to the door and kind of how that kind of plays a role, role in that. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. And, in our branding efforts, we always have a, an expression that, that, you know, messaging has to be meaningful, believable, and then ultimately deliverable. And that, I think right. that's sort of what, you know, is defining this this shift towards service as being that end game. That doesn't matter how much you nurture them. If you don't deliver, you're never going to, you're not going to build any sort of uh, uh, affiliation. So uh, that's exactly. interesting. Yeah. So Dan, you know, as someone on the inside who's, who's watched the approach of inbound change and develop, what, you know, what spurred this change, do you think, in, the, in HubSpot's approach? I think Damon kind of nailed it. Like your best, um, best marketing asset almost is your, your existing customers. And if you can service customers and provide a really good service uh, to those existing customers, the benefits are, are sort of endless. Like back in the day, it was uh, kind of focused very much on marketing and then it moved into sales. But now we've kind of uh, taken this approach of it's about the entire customer experience from how they find you to how they make the purchase to then also how they see success. And we've started thinking about it in this way of, we've called it the flywheel, but it's really about this um, kind of just removing friction from the entire uh, process of becoming a customer, but also seeing success as a customer. And I think the businesses that uh, can have this integrated approach across marketing, sales, and service where all those different departments are essentially being helpful to drive customer success. Those are going to be the businesses that, that see growth and win in the future. Yeah. That's interesting. You know, I, I I'm curious too. I mean, th- this sort of holistic attitude about inbound and so really connecting it with service is certainly a big shift. Uh, you know, are there other changes in, you know, in, in tactics or strategies that are supporting that or do, making a difference uh, that, that would help our audience? I would ask that to both of you, actually. Well, I think, you know, the one change is, as far as, you know, how people are reacting to, you know, the service end of it is just the more service avenues you have as a, as a consumer. Uh, you know, I like to think about, you know, as a partner with HubSpot, you know, when, we, when I first started working with HubSpot, it was fill out a form if you had a question or you saw a bug on the system and they would get back to you in a day. Now there's three different avenues. I could fill out a form and I'll get a phone call in a couple hours I could get a response in a day or I can even talk to someone through chat. So I think that's kind of that kind of has gone along with what we've seen in the industry as far as people providing more avenues for service and um, whether, you know, in different kinds of ways. If, I, if I'm at my computer and I, don't, I can't talk, I can just go through email or if I want to find out now and go through the chat or if I want to talk to someone. You know, there's more avenues and I think that it, the greater investment in service that we're seeing, not only with HubSpot, with other clients we have as well implementing um, chatbots and, um, you know, thinking about all the contact us forms and the way we track that and the uh, different options we give. I think that kind of goes along with, you know, how, sir, how important it is. Mm-hmm. A- any other insights there, Dan? No, I think that's it. I think that's it. Like all industries I've found are moving towards this sort of instant gratification. Like it's, it's less about you fill out a form and you have to talk to a salesperson um, you, you can have a lot of that sort of pre-sales helpful information um, that people can access immediately um, on the website. So I think a lot of it has moved into this um, 
really all industries are getting into this kind of immediate gratification um, across marketing, sales, and service, kind of like what Damon's talking about. I think also something I've noticed recently is in years past, there was this kind of divide between inbound marketing and outbound marketing. And I think that's kind of shifted. Um, it's really about w whether you're running ads or creating blog content, it all needs to be helpful across those channels. And that sort of divide has essentially gone away. Uh, I think it's about what businesses, once again, can really be helpful and answer the types of questions and problems that people have um, that are going to see the best results. No, that's interesting because I actually was going to ask a, a question along those lines to to really get a sense of, you know, here at uh, the Pipitone Group, we are constantly push into great thinking, and that's G-R-E-A-T. And, uh, you know, it's always trying to put the right mix together, you know, and just, uh, you know, maybe, Damon, you could speak to that a little bit, you know, how, how you feel about the inbound in, in, and how it integrates with outbound and other marketing strategies and how, how, how do you really uh, – decide on that kind of mix. Yeah, I think, you know, when you think about your traditional outbound uh, strategies of, you know, whether it's digital ads that are going out, I think, you know, you, you apply that inbound methodology to it as far as, you know, how am I going to help this? How am I going to help the person I'm targeting? And I also think how how accurate and how um, targeted you can get with your ads helps that. So when you develop your buyer personas, you go through, these are the kind of uh, publications they look at. These are the kind of activities they will take or places they'll go so you can get in front of the right people so there's not as much wasted ad spend. So I think, uh, you know, the groundwork you lay for inbound marketing kind of helps your, I guess, your traditional outbound marketing as well. And then those pain points you talk about, instead of saying, you know, here's our product, it's the best, you kind of talk about this is how we can, this is your pain, let us help you kind of thing, kind of get back into that consultative kind of relationship as opposed to selling. So those traditional outbound methods do kind of, um, you know, like Dan was talking about them blending together. So I think, and I also think another big thing I could talk about before is, you know, the ability to target really helps that as well. So there's not as much um, widespread brand awareness as much, you know, that's obviously still plays a role, but I think you can really get targeted now with specific pain points and audiences. Yeah, uh, that's great. Yeah. You know, it's interesting too, I just in uh, recently uh, caught up with some research from Forrester that, really talks about this shift from, uh, you know, the power that the the seller used to have has now really shifted to the buyer, you know, with the information that they're able to acquire online. I mean, I, I, my sense is that sort of validates the whole concept of inbound marketing, right? Is you're, you're now, you know, adding value and being able to communicate with these, uh, these customers and give them that insight in advance of talking to the salesperson. Um, yeah, I think, you know, whenever someone does contact a salesperson, I think, you know, they've already done a lot of research. They're kind of looking to validate with their own research and maybe learn something new after they've kind of reached a dead end. So I think um, that kind of goes to the point of you've got to get in front of them before they even make the call or else you're not going to be you're not going to be in their search process or their buying process because they've probably already narrowed it down to a couple of different solutions that they're looking at. And you kind of need to make that list before you even have a chance to talk to them. So. I think that speaks to the value of it and, you know, and it kind of goes back to the consultative role that they're already looking to solve their problems before uh, they ask someone. I think, you know, back, uh, you know, used to call a salesperson and say, here's the sales, you know, here's my problem. How do you kind of help me? Where now it's, 
you know, these are the things I'm looking to do kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's really interesting. Yeah. Uh, you have any other thoughts on that, Dan, uh, you know, or any, anything else you'd be, you'd like to share with us, uh, you know, the, the, around the whole idea of inbound and its integration with uh, other specific strategies? Well, I was just thinking as you guys were talking there about like the role of the salesperson, um, it's somewhat unrelated, but interesting in that, um, if you think about HubSpot ourselves, like we sell software, marketing and sales software. And even just two years ago, you would have to talk to a salesperson at HubSpot in order to, to purchase the product. But now you could actually just go onto the website and buy the product. So I think it really shows the role that um, like being helpful um, and getting people to come to your business um, is even driving towards this idea of essentially like people being able to purchase without even speaking to a salesperson. Um, and I feel like that's kind of the way that the world is shifting. Um, I think the other thing I've seen work really, really well for businesses is I think in years past, people were very, very focused on kind of the marketing side of things, running ads, creating blog content, uh, building offers on the website, doing email marketing. But I've seen a, a big shift where some of the really sort of quick wins or immediate like good value that you can get from some of these strategies is also almost at the intersection between marketing and sales, having this essentially marketing and sales alignment really dialed in nicely um, and, and really perfecting sort of the handoff from uh, marketing uh, to the actual salesperson has become super important. And I think a place where, you can see some really great results um, over time. So those are those yeah, are some it's, of the other it's things out there. Yeah, no, I think that's a really good point too. I, I, one of the things that we've noticed with our clients, you know, that have sort of been early adopters to this inbound and have really implemented it uh, effectively, is it it has developed a much better relationship between marketing and sales, and that you know the the uh, they're actually the salespeople are, are realizing that the leads they're getting are actually credible and. You know, gee whiz, maybe these marketing people can add value. You know, it's a, has, that relationship has never really been that way. So, uh, you know, that, that's encouraging, I think. And these products, uh, certainly strategies can, can, can continue to do that moving forward. Yeah, and I think, you know, the marketing side of things add a lot of value to the sales. So, you know, when a lead gets, you know, goes from, I guess, technically from marketing to sales, you can, you know, you can go in and, and look at, you know, what did this person interact with? What were the kind of things he or she was looking at before? And that can help the sales process as well. When you know this person had clicked on this ad and viewed this page, you know that, that you kind of get an idea of that's the kind of problem they're looking to solve or this is kind of the product they're interested in. So it really can help um, lead the sales process. I'll, I'll open up. Is there any other thoughts? You know, this has been really, really, really good. I think really helpful conversation. Um, uh, you know, I, the, according to HubSpot, they uh, currently there's 70% of the marketers around the world are, are now conducting some level of inbound marketing. And, you know, it, it, it's clearly something uh, we all need to consider uh, as a part of our overall integrated strategies. Uh, and uh, all I can do is really thank uh, the both of you for taking the time to be on today's episode of Integrate Thinking. And, uh, you know, it's really been engaging and, and, and I, I'm still learning. So I, I really do appreciate the conversation and, 
you know, this topic is going to continue to evolve, I'm sure, and change as, as everything else in our industry does. So uh, thanks to our audience for listening. And uh, until next time, I'm Jeff Pyatt, wishing you an integrate day. This wraps up today's episode of Integrate Thinking, recorded in Pipitone Group Studios, high atop Pittsburgh's Observatory Hill. Pipitone Group is an integrated marketing agency with over 25 years of experience. We offer a unique culture of collaborative thinking using a creative and holistic approach to marketing that influences behaviors and impacts business. Our clients include a variety of B2B and B2C businesses, including Presbyterian Senior Care Network, Vitro Architectural Glass, Sloan, People's Natural Gas, and VBA. Let's help you optimize your marketing communication strategies to alter behaviors and impact business. If you like our show and want to learn more, please subscribe at Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or Spotify. You can also listen by visiting our podcast page at pipitonegroup.com. Hope you have an integrate day.